This podcast was recorded before any knowledge of the coronavirus outbreak. We always laugh when we do schemes for clients. And like you say, it can look quite sort of fill on on a mood board. To us, leopard print is a neutral. It's a plain. So that's fine. So that's one pattern. Oh, right. <laughs> but it's a bit so like it's when a check. you it's a plain. dress... Leopard print goes with everything, yeah. you know, so it is a neutral in a way, and it's the same with an interior. A little bit, we, we use it quite sparingly, but a little bit actually goes pretty much in any scheme. Hello, I'm Carol Annett from Country and Townhouse magazine. Welcome to the House Guest podcast, where I chat with experts from the world of interior design and decoration, the people behind the houses, hotels, shops and brands you see in glossy magazines like ours. If you listen on the Entail app, there's more information and images on the projects and people mentioned. And if you're doing up your own home, hopefully you'll pick up some tips for yourself. Today I am sitting in Wandsworth at the house of Nicole Salverson, who, along with Mary Graham, have worked together for over 25 years. That sounds like an awfully mm. long time. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> think in the industry for that long. <laughs> for a combined 25 years. You're still both looking very fresh. <laughs> Their studio, Salverson Graham, is renowned for interiors that layer textures and colour, juxtaposing antiques with contemporary pieces to create timeless interiors. And I think as we look around here in your beautiful home, there's so much going on, sort of green leopard print on the fire surround and your beautiful scalloped rug and the the, the lacquer. Yeah, it's fantastic. So lovely. I think we we try sometimes to be restrained and we can do that, Mm. but equally we're definitely more comfortable. Let it go. (laughs) Unrestrained. So yeah. how did you two come together originally? Well, we met at university a long time, a long ago. time ago. Not as long as that. Um, <laughs> Nearly. And um, we're friends at university and then sort of went off and did our separate things in London. And then I can't really remember how, but discovered that we were both in the interiors industry. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to meet up for a glass of wine to chat about the, world the and trials the and tribulations <laughs> of clients and builders and projects. And then Nicole left to have her first baby. Yeah, and I um, sort of initially started off on my own for a really short period of time, for about six months, and I never really wanted to be by myself. Mary would be much better at being by herself, I'm very good at it. And so eventually we decided that it was mm. the, way, the way we wanted to go, so we joined forces yeah. um, about six two, and a half years two ago. Two is better than one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it has been, I think, in lots of reasons for us in terms of, you know, we've had lots of children between us, five children between mm. us during this process. But and with no downturn on the business it's yeah. just kept going well it's kept going up. you're like a tag yeah. team really. yeah yes yeah. exactly and we have yeah <laughs> unintentionally up. but it's worked very well um so in terms of that that's been wonderful but also i think it's given us so much more confidence yeah so we've been able to go out into the industry together feeling more mm. confident and that's really helped and it offers our clients a huge um, the breadth of, of knowledge totally in a different perspective so we tend to manage the project separately but we're both very much overseeing together the design um, aspects of it but it just is better for the clients if they have one point mm-hmm. of call but we can bring each other into the certain elements of the project when um, and a fresh pair of eyes sometimes yeah. Exactly. and it must be so nice to have a sounding board mm. and, definitely. and to sort of say you know what do you think of this or mm. you know when we're going the and right there direction. are definitely some things that one of us has more of a strength in or one of us is more confident in so mm. if you're feeling a bit well sometimes I don't know you just come up against a block and mm. you just say to someone am I going mad is this great mm. or is it horrible mm. and it's nice to have someone that knows you really well it to say it's great quicker I think mm. because if you you know we're 
when, as Mary said, when you have got a block and you're, something's holding you back, you just can reflect on someone else and mm. say, what do you think? And then actually mm. decisions made. And we've go. got, you know, between us, we've both been in the industry for about 10 years before we started. Mm. So we have two great sort of banks of information to bring to the party right from the start. Mm. So that was really great as well. And what sort of clients are you doing? Because I know you've just been to India. Yes, yeah. So um, I was there a couple of times last year, which was really fun. It was such a fun project. And Was that um, a project from somebody who you'd done the London house no, for? No, it's um, an Indian client <coughs> who is a tech entrepreneur in Mumbai. How did you, know, you find really you? different. I think through one of the design lists mm. here. So it was really fun, a really fun relationship and really something different to sort of look at and a completely different type of building. Mm. You know, the way that they are going through the process is just very different. Is so, it a new build then? No, it's a an existing building that they have extended up with so also just a completely different thing than we would mm. do here but they wanted a sort of european aesthetic which mm. was why they came to us yeah and it was so lovely to take you know use suppliers that we use here in an english country house and then how do you sort of mm. interpret that look into an apartment in india so the outcome of that has been really fun to do and it's actually just really nice you know we've been doing quite a lot of traveling we did quite a lot of traveling generally together last year as well and it just really helps you to sort of think differently about mm, be inspired yeah. and just time out of the office as well being mm. able to sort of chat and be creative because we're quite a large team now and we find time together yeah. is at a real premium so how many, you, how many do you have so eight of us in the office um, <clears throat> and um so, which is which is great and also another offering for our clients to have mm. that sort of different level of um, seniority in the team um and to pull on again different skills which is really helpful so i think for us for mary and i as mary said you know now we are able actually probably to be more creative because mm. we're less involved in the sort of day-to-day admin side we're definitely involved in the day-to-day running but less of that so actually we can be so much more creative for our clients which is really exciting mm. so traveling is really yeah. helps that because you sort of come up with new ideas mm. going back to the india project <coughs> so it must be very hard to look at things in the sort of light of an english mm. day mm. to then work out how they're going to look because india i think that's be really different you cannot transport fabrics that are really suitable to an English country house or a London Mm. property to a project abroad and we don't do that so if we are doing a project abroad we would definitely look at it in a different way the light is so Mm. different the the aesthetic needs to be different you know and the materials have to be different because of humidity and the challenges with humidity are huge you know it means that metals and all those sorts of different materials have had to be looked at differently and that's the same whenever we do other projects Mm. abroad so it's interesting because when you look at fabrics here the grounds always tend to be a bit darker and duller which is really needed here. So mm. if you're looking at the US market, for example, they just have brighter spaces. Mm. And I mean, that's one of the things grounds. that's so nice because often a rep will come and show you things and you're like, yep, yeah, can't use any mm. of those here. Everything that's kind of fresh and crisp. Mm. So when you do get a project abroad, it's really nice to be able to use all those things you've had to discount for yeah. the sort of dull <laughs> English weather. And I'm thinking <coughs> you're bringing out your own fabric as well. Yes. Hopefully yeah, in the not too distant future, which is really exciting, mm. yeah. It's something we've always wanted to do and because we have our own furniture as well we thought it makes sense to be upholstering our own pieces in our Mm. own fabric so we're developing some various different designs we want to start off with something quite usable 
and simple in design but colourful um, but colourful because so that's and that's, um, that's sort of what we're known for so yeah. a way to get colour into the home like quite, in quite a sort of easy way and so that's sort of one of the challenges for 2020 because we want to sort of add to the you know the workload yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't feel we're busy enough so uh. so, um, so yeah so it's, um, sort of later in the year that's something that we're going to be launching along with you know some of our other products a huge amount of press around your collaboration with Jennifer Manners with mm. the yeah. scalloped edged Yeah, rice, it was brilliant. Is, yes, exactly. And I think we all knew it was a good idea, but yeah. it's really been amazing how popular exactly. it's been. And it was a really fun process working mm. with her on it. So personality-wise, it's just been yeah. an enjoyable experience. So we're actually just in the process at the moment of working on some other designs with her yes. for something else to come again yeah. later this year. So we've got two year. new designs. And that's the joy of collaborating in this industry, I think, with someone like mm. Jennifer, who everyone should listen to your podcast about her if they haven't because it's so interesting <laughs> she is but amazing, she's so she? brilliant and fun and you know it makes work a pleasure mm. when you've got you know lots of creative heads all sort of yeah. getting together to come up with something fun yeah. and do you take on all sorts of size projects I mean would you do uh, a room we've done um it's it really varies we recently did a really fabulous project um in Fitzrovia and that was for a client that wanted just one room but they had a very generous budget for that one space and the room was fantastic exactly and it's really incredible it was a really big space amazing architectural details and so actually you know Mm. every we slightly take every project as a sort of unique piece and look at it um look at all the aspects of it but on the whole a typical project for us is a whole is a whole building Mm. and a complete refurbishment with an architectural team a really good building company um and we really like to work collaboratively Mm. with that whole team and help the client to put together a really strong network of people to work on that project for them um and that's just what we're used to and we tend to find for clients as well if they only want one room done maybe hiring a practice like ours isn't the right direction to go maybe they're better off getting a consultant to just advise them on that one room because part of the problem is your time and your commitment is not dissimilar when it's a small project so the cost of it to the client is sort of disproportionate to to the space that they've got so and that's another on this conversation we'll have yeah. when we're talking about how big the project is but equally you know a whole project might be you know an apartment a smaller apartment rather than a big house and we work on such mm. a breadth of um, types of projects and we you know we have apartments in London that maybe will be a six-month project mm. I don't know three bedrooms and sort of living spaces and then we have a house in the country that's a two to three year project mm. so it's really nice to have the mix and we definitely like those smaller mm. sort of quicker projects because it also just keeps momentum going it's fun for the team yeah. if all you're doing is really long-term projects that can be quite hard to keep motivated I and think. when you say a sort of two to three year project <clears throat> how do you manage the expectations of clients who are likely to change their mind about things it's funny yeah. actually because we find that on the whole the client doesn't change their mind yeah. because once you sort of propose a really strong scheme we always look and I, I think that's also the different thing if a client says oh you know could we stage the project for example even if we agree to that because it worked in terms of our workload etc we would still want to design the whole thing holistically mm. so we would design and you have to because otherwise it, it feels a bit disparate and it, you know it doesn't quite work together partly because things have changed if you're, yeah. if you're staging mm. it too much so we would always look at the whole house in one go and we would always design it and you know 
deliver a, a, a package mm. of um, design and estimate. So in that sense, we find that because that scheme is strong and, and works together, clients don't tend yeah. to change their mind. And I think there's a difference between changing your mind over a long period and also leaving a bit of room to grow, mm. which we encourage so it might be you know we definitely need a piece of art here but over the next year when you're traveling or going to fairs you know keep an eye out for something and let's see what you like Mm -hmm. so it's never sort of this is your house you'll move in in two years time (laughs) we won't discuss (laughs) it again see you then there's always an ongoing discussion and someone might say oh do you know what I've seen this fabric I really love it but we've already done their bedroom and it doesn't really work with other things but we might say well look it would look great in the study or how about doing the fender in it because that's a real focal point but mm-hmm. you know we've already ordered your curtains you know mm-hmm. so we're definitely keen to listen to clients and if they do have sort of new ideas as the project progresses mm-hmm. but yeah a wholesale change of mind no, would be would a nightmare be for anybody and I actually <laughs> I think probably because of the sort of way um, our interiors are you know they're very layered they're very full of different colours and, different and they're patterns. timeless so it's not trend led no exactly and so actually you can bring another fabric in on something you know there's always room mm. for another cushion somewhere in mm. our life and what about other collaborations you've got some lacquer lamps which are really beautiful. Yeah, I think all our collaborations have started as probably any good business idea with spotting a niche in the market that mm. that we've felt when we've done a project, we've thought, oh, we want a really bright, colourful, interesting lamp or we want a chair that's got great proportions but it's quite small and good for London and things like that. So I think that's where the starting point for them has all come. Mm. But then luckily they've all been quite sort of commercially sensible ideas anyway. (laughs) But hopefully other people will like them too. Um, And we've always loved James at the Lacquer Company. The things that he does are fabulous. And actually, because we use a lot of antiques in our projects, mixing lacquer with brown Mm. furniture, for example, is just such a fab look. And and it really helps lift a scheme. So many of our clients are inheriting furniture, which obviously we love and we want to reuse because that's environmentally sensible, but also because we do love antiques. But a lot of them don't know how to use those mm. antiques. They're not comfortable with them, and we have to help them be comfortable. Yeah. And actually, you know, popping a, a lacquer is the lacquer, answer. Lacquer is the answer. <laughs> you know, you put a lacquer lamp or a lacquer tray on a chest of drawers, and suddenly it looks it great, looks and the client is suddenly comfortable with it. Mm. You know, and it's so interesting to see stuff that they think they hate and they think they want to get rid of. But as soon as you put something sort of bright and fun with it, they just see it in a completely different light. Yeah. I mean, even in this corner of the room that we're sitting. If you looked at all this on a mood board, there's so much going on. You've got the sort of tweedy, upholstered stool. one of my first fabric. I mean, I must have had that made 15 years or so ago. So it's an old PFA Etro, which is which I look at. And actually, I well, it's like, like a gentleman's hunting know, suit, exactly. isn't it? But then kind of <laughs> next to Suzani, next to leopard print, next to Ginger. Um, so there's a lot, actually you're right, there is a lot of past but we, we don't see it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and we always laugh when we do schemes for clients, and like you say, it can look quite sort of fill on on a mood board. To us, leopard print is a neutral, it's a plain. so that's fine, so that's one pattern oh, gone. Right. <laughs> but it's a bit so like when, a you, it's a plain. <laughs> when you dress, leopard print goes with everything, yeah. you know, so it is a neutral in a way, and it's the same with an interior. Mm. A little bit, we, we use it quite sparingly, mm. but a little bit actually goes 
pretty much in any scheme. So once once we get them to believe exactly. us when we say leopard print is a neutral, we're on to a pretty yeah. good... When we uh... do a mood board, the cushion section is quite hard to, to lay out because there's so many different things going on. <laughs> but uh, the girls do a very good job at it at the office. And I well. think it's about, um, like Nicole was saying at the beginning, things being holistic. You see it all together and it makes sense. Yeah. You look at the pieces in isolation and you think, oh gosh, you know, yeah. that's a pretty wild fabric and I would never put that with this one. Mm. But that's, you know, that's the skill in presenting to someone that you you put it all together and show how it works and yeah. that's why as well we're quite sort of stringent about clients saying they want to take things out of a scheme and that's fine but we would say well look there's a reason it's in there because I don't know this cushion is the linchpin that has all the colours that are going on in this room you take it out and those colours do then look a bit random together so if you want to remove something we would swap it in with something else that served the same function so I think mm. that's that's sort of it's our almost take like on sort it. Of notes in a song, isn't it? Yeah. You can't mm. kind of you can't pick you and actually, choose and yeah. expect it still to sound yeah. nice at the end. Because that's yeah, something yeah. we often find when we do our workshops that people will say, oh, "I'm a bit nervous about color and patterns." So I'm thinking of doing one wall in this really heavily patterned, you know, floral wallpaper, and then the rest I'm going to keep quite neutral. And you think, well, that's the worst possible idea yeah. because all you're going to see when you come into this room is this yeah. one wall, and you're going to sort of have a heart attack whereas actually if you do all the walls in it which seems counterintuitive it'll actually feel more relaxed and not such a shock and you know if you then do a sofa in a bold color that's in your paper and cushion over the other side of the room suddenly you're balancing it all out and you're getting that boldness without the sort of shock factor. Every now and then you do workshops. We started doing them um, a couple of years ago because I think it sounds a bit modest, but because we've got a lot of knowledge about interiors, it's actually really nice to share it with people and just some of the kind of little tips and tricks of the trade that anyone could implement to make a kind of positive like difference in their home. Are they a day workshop or how do they? Just a day. And, you know, it's obviously a totally different offering to our interior design service. Actually, we've had clients um, want to come on them as well. Yeah, because they look so fun. Well, Well, we do a nice lunch. Oh, you should come for the next one. It's a really fun day. And, um, you know, it's a snapshot of how a project works. And so we've previously done Where's Spend and Where's Save, which... um, is something that obviously is you know uh, part of our service for our clients in, in, in being sensible and understanding that but it's a, just a really lovely day and um, we cover different topics and then there's lots of questions and people can come with their um, their questions but you know one of the things we find so interesting is the reason that people have come and there's such a wide mm. variety and actually we get lots of people who either already working with an interior designer and we actually had or, an interior designer yeah, we've on had one it, course we've had as a couple well. of interior designers and then we also you know or someone who's thinking of taking on, on an interior designer would just like to understand the process of a project so it's really varied mm. and and really interesting so yeah I think we'll continue mm. doing this and it's nice really for nice. us as well we like quite a varied workload mm. and work life mm. um so we really enjoy those days because it's a day of chatting to people which mm. we enjoy doing but also it it sort of challenges us to think about the topics as well and what what we want to say yeah. so um so it makes yeah. us better in our jobs for our clients as well because you have to think on your feet exactly <laughs> and just before we roll it up for today will you give us a little hint of what you're doing for this guy in mumbai Yes, so that is, so it's actually, it's a really interesting space because it's got to have multi-use. So there's an office element to it. Um, It's very much a personal apartment, but there's an office element of it where he wants to be able to um, have people to come 
to he has very long working days to have people to come there there's an amazing reception room which has a really um, mixed use as well so um, sort of hidden televisions and things like that but a really lovely entertaining space and then there's a guest suite so it's very um, much an extension to his own home which is next door so um, it comes out from that which is really nice and lots of blues of colours or lots of colours yeah lots of colours wallpaper or We've got wallpaper and there's amazing marbles. So yeah, and a bit of lacquer. So really, yeah, lots of, lots of great finishes. Yeah. And it's got a tiny kitchen in quite a sort of American way. Mm. So we've gone quite American yeah, in the kitchen. Exactly. It, it's With quite sort of high glass light. and tailored, and exactly. it's fun because, yeah. as and we were saying earlier, yeah, lots of elements of sort of signature touches of ours that we would use here. But then equally, it's given us the chance mm. to do a lot of stuff that um, we wouldn't do in English projects yeah. so and actually it's been fun. really bespoke you know um, when we work for our clients um, it, we're always trying to make sure that they have those individuals as home as possible because that's why they're, they're employing interior designers so most of the products that we're producing are bespoke in some way shape or form even if they're something you can see somewhere else they're, they're tailored to that client so it's been really fun you know and we're doing um, architectural details that are really bespoke we've done an amazing panelling detail that's got marble inlaid on it and, and things like that mm-hmm. which is really fun so and where's the leopard print there is leopard print. <laughs> so there definitely is leopard print. Um, but I think it's an ottoman or a cushion. I can't remember. Yeah, but it's it. definitely in there. It's yeah. there. <laughs> it couldn't do a project without uh, getting a bit in. Yeah, there it is. It's there. Uh, thank you so much, Mary and Nicole. It's been really fascinating chatting. Oh, well, thank yeah, you thank for coming. You. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for listening to House Guests from Country and Townhouse magazine with me, Carol Annett. Don't forget to subscribe to the series on iTunes or Entail, where you can also find images, links and notes to enhance each episode. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Carol W. Annett. And keep up to date on all the podcast news and show notes online at countryandtownhouse.co.uk slash podcast. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe.